If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, let's do it. Hour number two of in-game live right here on a Wednesday. Kevin Walsh and Cam Stewart taking it with you guys right here. Looking over at this live baseball slate, of course, a lot of good action on the diamond right now. A couple tie baseball games. Mets Dodgers is, uh, or excuse me, rather, Mets Red Sox is tied. Dodgers Astros uh, is tied as well. Uh, the the Rays as dogs. Looking to come from behind. We've also got extra innings now over in Washington as the Toronto Blue Jays are the home team against the Washington Nationals. Uh, a number of games that are live uh, across this hour. Cam, we're going to also get people set tomorrow. The NBA returns. There's some night baseball games as well as the golf tournament. I want to start talking about some of that stuff. But before we do, anything jumping out to you on this live board uh, where maybe there could be a touch of value? I got to give you credit right now. So Washington's got something cooking first and second. No outs. You said that's the way to play it. Uh, good call, Kevin. You've been very good live. I got to give you credit. That White Sox game, two, four to nothing. You got in at one and a half there. I think that's a good uh, pick. I, I'm still going to stick to my guns with Houston as a plus price against the Dodgers. I think they get it done. Uh, I told you I like Boston. Uh, the Mets are now minus 225, so obviously they got something cooking in the night games. I think favorites are very dangerous tonight. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be blindly betting on the Padres with Paddock, but San Francisco with Cueto. Cueto's still a decent pitcher, getting plus 170 on FanDuel. I'm not laying $2 with the Padres. And uh, for all the people, Andrew Heaney should not be uh, priced as Garrett Cole. Should the Do- Angels win? Yes, they're two and a half to one favorites. Done. he's not great, but I'm telling you something. I think one of these dogs wins tonight if you bet Seattle or Sandy, uh, or the Giants and hit one, you're going to be making a lot of money, buddy. I just don't trust the Angels at that price. I know Randone's back. I know they're a better team, but that's just stupid. Betting baseball like that, it's a one-way ticket to the poorhouse. I get it. The Angels are better, Kev. I just think that line is ludicrous. I would have put it at maybe a buck 85, 90, not 250. Yeah, look, I, the Angels showed up home, and I, they have the most, uh, the biggest home field advantage without fans I've ever seen. Either Anthony Rendon is the most valuable player in all of baseball to a money line. Uh, it, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot there that really staggered me with these numbers. There's two ways to go about this. You do exactly what Cam is saying. You go for the plus price. The only other way is I actually, now the numbers were lower last night. I parlayed the, Padre, uh, the Padres and the Angels. And I might do it again because do I think there's, as you're saying, Cam, a good chance that one of these teams does get upset? Yes. But at least I'm doing it at a plus 110 price. And if it happens, it's not Mm going to ruin my bankroll. 
and I'll take my shot with both favorites coming home because I won't be able to stomach what I, either a you know minus two dollars or minus two fifty uh, as these two teams are so heavily favored. No, you bring up great points, and that's the thing. Like, look at the other night, Kev. Like, I'm playing the games, and I'm going through it. I go, I made some really good decisions. I have the Blue Jays as a dog. I have the under. I have more winners. And then I'm like, wow, I'm balancing my books. Oh, yeah, that's right. I said I was going to parlay Milwaukee, but I didn't find another dance partner. I laid the juice, and they lose to, and they lose to the Pittsburgh Pirates. See, stuff like that in baseball. A wise man told me a long time ago, you know, he goes, I don't play anything over usually a buck 40 in favorites, and I try to find dogs when I can. Uh, favorites put him in parlays and this guy's driving a nice car. He's he got a couple properties. He's doing quite well for himself by being disciplined. Discipline's a hard thing to do, but betting baseball favorites is probably, it's the worst sport for betting favorites. It'll put you in the poor house and you want to have that bankroll before NFL season. And heck, we got NBA and hockey around the corner too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a good point. Before we start to talk about some of the other action on the board, I just want to bring back up this Nats Blue Jays game. I get it. Base is loaded. Nobody out. The Blue Jays are going to still get up. And I just, it's not been, I think, adjusted for people. The Blue Jays are going to start with a leadoff double. Okay? The Nats, yes. without scoring any of these runs, should not be minus 1,000 right now. There's no guarantee Excellent they point. score. People strike out all the time in baseball. And if the, if the next man up strikes out, double play at any base here. Just, and now it's down to minus 750. So maybe this first guy just got out, which, again, if Two that's strikes. happened here, like, yeah, okay, you, you just. Yeah. The only you can, it can't be minus a thousand. If you guys are just going to click like on a regular basis, that's the way to do it. It was plus six eighty. It took two strikes to get the thing down to plus four ninety. That is that Think is far it. too high. Great point you bring up, Kev. That's why you're hosting in game live, man. You're a quick study. That's the thing. If Yamaguchi gets out of this jam, it's bases loaded, one outs. So they get a double play ball. You got this team at plus like eight or nine to one, and they're batting for the winning run there. Like uh, that's the crazy yes. thing. Anything could happen. That's that's how you, it, it takes big kahunas to do things like that. But I totally agree with you. I think that number for Washington is way out of whack. And you bring up a great point. These guys start things off strikeouts. So now we got here we go. Bases loaded, one outs. Now say they get out of it, and these guys don't even score a run, and they start with a guy from second, Kev, as the home team. Excellent. They're going to be minus 125 or so, minus 130. If they don't score. If they get out of this jam, yes, they'll be minus 150, minus one. More. Yes. And that's the thing. The worst case scenario, right, of the Nats scoring. What are they going to clear the bait? What are you baking in a grand slam? That's ridiculous. And now, in the worst case scenario, you're going to start with a leadoff double. We're going to follow this one, obviously, uh, as we're following all these live lines. But that is now one to watch right now. Even still, it's plus 290. I know Trey Turner's heading to the plate. He's a great hitter, but, you know, at the end of the day, right, the best hitters in baseball are out, you know, know, two out of every three times, if not more, right? So you just kind of, you know, kind of try and play the lines here. And it is locked right now. So that either means uh, disasters happen, maybe it's gone the other way. No, I'm watching. Okay. I'm watching this game, Kev. I'll give you play-by-play. Yamaguchi, first pitch strike. So they're just locking it up. uh, uh, Every pitch is vital right now, right? So 0-1, Turner's Turner's at the bat right now. Say they get out of this thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You you bring up a great point. Literally with bases loaded, this is in-game live in a nutshell. Yeah. In-game live. We got Washington. Bases loaded, no outs in a tie game, and it's minus 1,000? Like, even if you bet it at minus 1,000 and win, good on you. Good good for you. But I'll tell you, man, that's that's insane. It's the Jays or nothing in that type of scenario, Kev. I, you couldn't have said it any better. If they get out of this thing, man, you could be sitting in the catbird seat in a great situation. And that's the thing, right? Like, not you're not really going to find yourself in a spot where you can buy back on a money line realistically mm-hmm. in baseball. It's kind of hard to do. But if you got plus 680 in your pocket, just take the Nats at the plus 120 that they would be exactly. if they don't score here and do not watch another second of this game and move on right. with your night. <laughs> you don't have to listen to me giving you Blue Jay National <laughs> updates. You can actually go and have sex with your girlfriend or at least dinner and then try to work towards that. But yes, something else other than me <laughs> telling you about the Blue Jay National game. Yeah, you, 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 you can start to lay the groundwork, whatever whatever it yes, might yeah. be. Um, exactly, buddy. Exactly. I, I want to roll. I want to keep rolling here, Cam, with this live board for the rest of this segment, and I, sure. I think then we'll start to pop over. Um, I want to start talking a little bit about the golf tournament tomorrow. Um, as I've sure. you know start to I've told you start to really you know buy in betting golf. 
uh, has been a lot of fun for me here. And the live game I think that I wanted to talk about is locked right now. The Cubs just tacked on five unanswered. It's now 9-5 in that game. And I know it's still a long way that they would need to climb back. And I know you're obviously you're already positioned on the Reds and you're going to let that roll. I am. But you do have to think the Reds have to be a little oh, no, type of situation here just because it's been such a tough start for them. They need this one so bad. Like as bad as any team might need the sixth game of their season is how I would describe the Reds. Like it's locked right now, but this is very much so a hold your nose and breathe type of spot, I think, for the Reds. Kevin, when we were doing this show, it was nine to nothing, right? When we were yep. like a, a, like a couple segments ago, you said it nine to five. Reds get out of it, but who's to say that the Cubs don't pull a Reds and they make it nine eight bases loaded and actually get that winning run instead of screwing up? Wow, Kev uh, Yamaguchi, another strikeout. Oh, I wish I, <laughs> dude, I wish I had if I had money in this account right here. Uh, I, I know, put like. I could have put 50 bucks on this thing. At, I'm like, oh, my God, if they get out of this, man. What a, I got to hand it to you, Kev. Very, very wise. You're a wise man uh, with that comment because that, that is nuts. Minus 1,000. We are one out away from a bases loaded no-out jam for them with a runner on second, maybe winning the baseball game. And you could have got them and, at plus 700. And tell me, and tell me a spot where it cre- creates momentum. As if it's not good enough getting out of a bases loaded jam with nobody out. You do it in extra innings, and you're now up with a guy on second. Like, there's, there's no more momentum that could possibly be created in the world. And the line is locked right now. I would have loved to know what this line is. Oh, looked, uh, this, this is crazy. Like two outs. Here's what happened, Kev. There was a shot off a foot, bounced, and instead of the guy trying to get the runner at first, he went to second. It was almost a tie, and I think they're going to go to video review, but I think Washington, yeah, they're going to video review. I'm not sure who if Ooh. the runner beat beat the tag to the base, but we are now in a, a review. Um, I think he's out, but we will see. Biggio dove to the bag, but Stevenson thinks he got his foot on. I, I doubt it. I think I think the Blue Jays are out of this inning. We will see what happens there. It was very close, and they called it safe. Uh, do you have the package right now? If you do, you should turn to the game. It's abs- it's absolutely nuts right now. Replay review, but well, uh, I know the, uh, the Yankee game yeah. going there, right? But we'll see what uh, happens. No, the, the the downside, Cam, of uh, moving out of the bunker is uh, the cable box is no longer with me. I'm using an Apple TV on delay. Oh, uh, oh. so unfortunately, nope. I'm going to continue to rely on your live updates. It was nice <laughs> having a uh, up to date TV in front of me while it lasted for in game live. <laughs> is, your da- is your dad down days. there? He, he oh gets, yeah, yeah, he gets yeah. The full package. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I yeah, got yeah, my yeah. cold jersey all iron. Sorry, buddy. Now <laughs> you're up at the you Yankees room. <laughs> so he thought that they were going to throw half out today. He didn't realize it was cold. So he comes down. He had a different Yankee shirt on, right? And then I told him it was cold on the mound. And he goes, "What?" Oh, I didn't put my cold jersey on. And he starts counting on his hands. All right, so he's off Monday, <laughs> Tuesday. He's like, when he has to wait now for the next time that he gets to put the cold jersey on. Um, he's ready to go, though. And let me just say this. I don't, think, this I don't think your dad has a J.A. Happ jersey, does he? <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. But I might have to correct that, Cam. I got to get him a J.A. Happ jersey. I got to get him the whole staff, right? I got to get oh, the Tanaka, the Paxton, the Happ. Uh, he likes Jordan Montgomery, I know. Um, he'll, he'll, he'll start to fall in love with like the young kids a little bit that, that are supposed to come up and be great. So What's your take on uh, Paxton, he had a rough outing, but I think that was, yeah. just, it was, it was kind of for protection, right? They just, you could tell he was a little bit upset, but that, that was a lot of weird circumstances in that game versus the Nats too. Right. Yeah. And I, I thought the Nats had to have at least one day in them, right. Where they kind of tried to bounce back and, and you know what, some days when it's not going well on the mound, it's just not going to go well. Um, I, I think his next start, though, is obviously going to be very important. I think he gets the ball tomorrow against Baltimore. You, you'd have to hope he has himself uh, a nice day. And honestly, too, you know, it'll be interesting to see what that line looks like. Uh, it's going to be Hap tomorrow, actually. They have the line already posted at FanDuel Sports. Like, this is the thing. Like, J.A. Hap's a minus 215 favorite. It's just tough. Who's pitching for That's Baltimore? Means. He's probably supposed to be oh, one yeah. of their better means guys, business, I think. Yeah, means yeah. business. Yeah, I don't know. Minus two fifteen. That's it's got to be tough being a Yankee fan. You got to lay a lot of lumber with these <laughs> yeah, guys. I know it's tough. <laughs> uh, all right, let's hit a break. We come back more in game live right here. Great.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, welcome right back here on In Game Live. Kevin Walsh and Cam Stewart. We're going to keep following this live board, no doubt about it, Cam, uh, on baseball. A lot of live action to like, but I also, in the intermediate, um, as things are, are a little bit slower right now, Mets took a 3-2 lead, um, you know, mm. so a couple games are still tied. We'll look for the value there, of course. Uh, the Nats run, apparently, is going to count, uh, it looks like. Yeah. But this is, by the way, I'll just make this one last point. So if the worst thing that happened for you getting a plus 680 number is the Nats got a one-run lead, don't forget the Blue Jays are still going to have this guy on second here. I will give you guys that live updated number as they would then head into the bottom of the 10th. But I want to talk to you, Cam, a little bit tomorrow about the golf tournament. You've given us mm-hmm. the six-pack, of course, on the morning show. Uh, the FedEx, uh, the WGC FedEx St. Jude. Uh, Rory is the favorite, followed closely by John Rahm and Justin Thomas. And I know of those big three, Justin Thomas is your man. Yeah, I think here's the thing. Um, you got to look at consistency, right? And Justin Thomas to, to win, he he fits the bill. He's got a great he's got a great iron play. He can attack par fives. He's consistent. He's there every week. And I look and and I'm looking at the guys ahead of him. Yes, Rory McIlroy is he one of the better players in the world? He just can't put it together all the time, though. I just can't trust him at that price. He could win. He's the favorite. John Rom. This is the first week that he's going to be the world number one. 
I like John Rom. Hey, he came through with me. Remember, Kev, when we did the show at 22 to 1 in that tournament? But at 12 to 1 in this field, I'm also thinking John Rom, after the win, probably had a little bit of fun too. You know, he's a newly married guy. He's got a lot of money in his pocket. I don't know. Maybe he had a little fun. DeChambeau at 14. I, I'm just not buying at that price. I like Thomas and I like Shoffley. I think Shoffley at 20 is very, very good. I like all of the players around that 20 range. Like Cantlay looks dangerous to me and Simpson looks dangerous, but I like Shoffley the best. He's been knocking on the door and he's one of those guys, again, like Justin Thomas, he hits the ball long, he hits the ball straight, his putting is good, his wedge play is good. It's just time. He has been so very close to winning. Another guy... FanDuel's, these guys are smart because Daniel Berger, you would think, would be probably in the 35 to 40 range. He's 29 to 1 for a reason. Kev, he loves this track. I told you before, before Berger got hurt, in 2016, 2017, he, he won this tournament. <clears throat> he, he, he won on this course. He has the perfect type of game, and he's already won this year at 70 to 1. So he, he makes my point. Those are the three plays, two chalky guys, a, a medium. And I told you how I feel about Billy Horschel. I think 50 to 1 is a really good number on FanDuel. Uh, you know, you, I, I'm looking around, 50's good. And Horschel is a Florida Gator. Uh, he's playing better. I think he's getting a little bit closer. And sometimes, like my Ryan Moore pick, there was no empirical data or anything to back up that pick. That was me in a feeling. He didn't win, but he finished top 10. Billy Horschel at that price, I love him in top 20s. And I think the books know something. Obviously, it's kind of like these live lines. He's flying under the radar and he's peaking. And I know one thing about this guy, Kev. Certain players peak going into majors and at the right time in the back end of the season. And the way the golf is weird now where the fourth major is the first major, this is the time for Billy Horschel. So I think at 50 to 1, he's a guy that would be very, very scared of. And other than that, two bombs. Danny Willett won the Masters. He lost his mind and he lost his game for a couple years. He went from number 450 in the world back into the top 50. He is grinding. He is confident again. And this man can win in any type of tournament. He is 100 to 1. And Matt Wallace is another Brit who's very, very dangerous. And you're getting these guys at great numbers because of the talented field. Both of them also have multiple top 20s and they're playing good golf. If you're looking for two bombs there, and it's funny, you know who my buddy likes? He's a great golf capper. He, he texted me, Kev. He goes, Can I get a bur- Can I get two burgers? I go, What? He goes, can I get a Daniel <laughs> burger and my cheeseburger burnt? Burnt Weisberger at 140 to 1 and Daniel <laughs> Burger at 29. He goes, wow. I got Burger and Burger Incorporated. I'm like, I like a two-patty burger too, but I went with Wallace and uh, and Willett instead of Burnt Weisberger at 140 to 1. I had two burgers for dinner tonight. Absolutely. Nice. Oh, so, you know yeah, what? Yeah. Not you, burnt, you, though. You certainly scored me. No, yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, my mom did a fantastic <laughs> job. With those birds. Amazing. Thank you very much, Mom. Uh, I want to ask you about the round one leaderboard. Um, it's always an interesting spot. There's so much value mm-hmm. on the board, right? Your favorite is 16 to 1. I'm curious if at all the fact that there is no cut line. Are players maybe a little bit more, are they freer in their approach because they don't have to worry, oh, my, my, you know, my weekend's over after round one? Could it lead to maybe even more? long shots being viable in this market? It's a great question. Um, Well, I can tell you one thing. When you shoot a 75, 76 in the opening round of a tournament, Kev, you're usually done. Here, you don't have to freak out. You go, I can come back with three good rounds, and even if I don't win, I get a paycheck. So I think the mindset is a little bit different. But when I'm looking at first-round leaders, I also have to remember, you know, how did these guys do in tournaments in the past? And I'm looking at some, some of the numbers Cor- are they really correlated to their value uh, and their and their total tur- tournament odds? But I see a player that always plays well in the first round, and I'm very very interested right now with Gary Woodland. He's forty one to one on FanDuel. I usually play three or four of these guys just for fun because I want to have a little bit of action in the first round. I told you how I feel about Horschel. He's forty one to one, first round leader. Gary Woodland forty one to one. I like that. Another guy that I think could be very, very dangerous, Matthew Wolf, at 50 to 1. Uh, he hits it big. He's been playing very, very well. Those are guys that I look at right now. And uh, another Canadian that seems to do very, very well, Corey Connors is another guy at 60 to 1. Those are four players that I'd look at for first round leader. Not sure those guys are going to win the tournament. And that's the thing. There's usually. 
Guys, some guys are just Thursday and Friday warriors, Kev. They come out there, hey, I'm playing free and loose. The minute they look at themselves on the leaderboard over the weekend, oh, my God. Next thing you know, they shoot a 76. They're done. The tournament's over. But Gary Winland is a guy that I really, really like leading after the first round. He usually gets out of the gate quite well. And at 41 to 1, that's a good price. Yeah, I like it. It's always a fun, fun market uh, to get involved with and uh, track, no doubt about it. Uh, with the golf tournament. The only other thing that I want to ask you uh, about, you know, here is obviously uh, Barracuda Championship. Just because I didn't talk to you yeah. about it this morning, I know it's a little Barracuda. bit different, but it stands yeah. out to me when we have a whole nother, uh, you know, avenue that we can kind of go at for golf this weekend. Uh, and you've got three guys, Ryan Moore, Russell Henley, and Brandon Steele at 20 to 1 as your co favorites uh, for the Barracuda Championship. Anything quickly on this tournament? Yeah, I actually, the way I'm looking at this, Kev, I like a couple first-round leader bets. I'm on FanDuel right now. Ryan Moore at 34-1, to he played great last week in this field. Love him. 34-1, to another guy that gets out of the gate hot. Guys, Barracuda Championship, round one lead, Brendan Steele. Always a Thursday warrior at 31-1. to And one other guy that I'm looking at, I'm trying to think of a guy that can... Go low in the first round. Wyndham Clark at 48 to 1. Him or Johnny Vegas. You might want to take Johnny Vegas because the name's cool at 50 to 1. Yes. I really like Brendan, Brendan Steele. Yeah. Hey, what's your name? John. It's funny. It's actually like Jonathan Vegas, and he's not from America. It's like from South America. Great handle. Huh. Brandon Steele at 31 to 1. Ryan Moore at 34 to 1. Those are the guys that I like with a little bit of a lean to Wyndham Clark or Johnny Vegas. I like the first round leader bets even more than. Uh, the tournament, but outright, if you're going to give me a couple guys in this tournament, let's take a look. I will give you Kev, and this is the thing because I watch a lot of golf. People won't know there's a player on this uh, in this tournament that nobody talks about, but I watch him play every week on the European Tour, and his ranking's not high enough to get into WGC. It's Matthias Schwab. It's like Charles Schwab, but his name is Matthias. He's from Austria. He's 29 to one. I really like that pick, and I also like Lanto Griffin at 33 to one. And uh, Marenzi liked Bud Colley. I go, Gabe, how do you like mm. your spliffs? Big buds, small buds? He's like, ah, I need buds, man. <laughs> Give me Bud Colley at 37. <laughs> I saw, I'll throw one of Marenzi's picks in there, but I like Mateus Schwab at 29 to 1 to win the Barracuda and Lanto Griffin at 33 to 1. Those are the two guys I would look at. Uh, I like it, Cam. I think that's good stuff there. Um, of course, guys, do follow him over at Cam Stewart Live, all the golf picks, GTD. Uh, an update maybe every single half hour. Uh, he always joins <laughs> us on the early line as well. Yes. Uh, so, so there's plenty of places that you can find those picks from Cam. Unfortunately, uh, for two different reasons here, the Blue Jays gave up four that inning. And it was oh, yeah, Cabrero oh, yeah. triple, uh, made that four yep. nothing. What's really unfortunate, though, Cam, is they took the game down um, for live betting I'm not saying, uh, you know, oh, double down, buy back. I just would like to know what that number would have looked like. Would it have been plus 680? Would it have been higher, lower? I'm, I'm a little upset that that number's not there for us to look at. Here's the thing, Kev. <clears throat> and when you're going to play in-game live and you're going to take a shot with a 7 or 8-to-1 dog, you're going to lose. It's, it's one of those things. you got to keep on firing. I think the advice you gave and what I gave, I think that's exactly the way to play it. They were one pitch and a bad call away from getting out of this thing. Instead, you know, they had the runners on and then the triple opened up the game. But that's going to happen sometimes. I'm just, I'm still saying this, even though it's wrong and we would have gone the one way. Betting the Nationals at minus 1,000 in that situation, if you get it, good luck to you, but it's still the wrong bet. Like, you know what I yes. mean? Like, yes. I, how, how do I say that? Like, uh, I guess a, a winning bet is not the wrong bet. Sorry, it's just something that over time, it's not we'll very e economical and the math doesn't make sense. You might have won this time, but it's not a smart way to attack baseball. That's all I'm saying. No, I, think that's, I think that's well said. Because for a lot of people, you know, betting can be case by case. And for the most part, it should be. But there's also a lot of kind of built-in strategy. System, right? Scott Wetzel's got 45 different systems uh, that he likes to give out anytime you might see Are they systems? Yeah, you never, yeah, it's a good systems. point. Who knows what they really are? Um, but if you're going to routinely lay a thousand on a team who's tied, you're not going to come out wrong. You're just not. I agree. Mm -hmm. I yeah. agree 100%, Kev. And that's the thing. Like that call could have gone either way. Sure, they open up the game right now. Probably going to win. It's just, uh, it's not very economical, but, uh, you know, that's that. 
hey, and that's what we're going to do on this show. The thing is, this is what I try to say, to say things. It doesn't matter. Like, if you bet dogs consistently and you go 50%, think about how much money you're going to make gambling. And that's what I'm like when I'm doing, when we're Gabe and I are talking about GTD, why I like to just not go on the game single. I like to put two games that I like in a parlay, plus 230, plus 175. Get that plus money because over time, it just that's how you build bankrolls, right, Kev? Because you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. The best guys in the world, what, what are we talking, 58%? Like, you know what I mean? It's one of those things, like, if you do it for a living or you do it as part of your life, you're going to have amazing runs that I was on for golf for a while. You're also going to have beatdowns. But consistently, yeah. if you stick to that, your systems with dogs, you'll be better over time. Yeah, that's a, that's a really, really good point. That's why we always, uh, if you see plus money, we get interested in it. And plus 1.98 right now for the tied Boston Red Sox, Christian Vasquez. What do you know? As soon as the leaves the game, the poor guy, Seth Lugo gives up a run. I feel so He's 3-3 now. I know. Uh, all right, we come back. We keep it rolling right here on In Game Live. Keep it locked. On the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's do it, guys. Right back here on In Game Live on a Wednesday. Once again, I want to remind everybody, uh, if you want to continue with the live action, uh, go over to Sports Grid Radio at 10 o'clock. That's when Cam and I will wrap up, and that's when Sports Grid Radio uh, will take over. You can find all of the information get over there, uh, of course, over on our Twitter. I know they have the YouTube account at uh, Sports Grid Radio. Make sure you guys subscribe there as well. That's where you can find 
Uh, Pharrell on the bench, who will start off late slate. Uh, Gabe has a show. And, of course, Bagels and Bad Beats with Scott Wetzel uh, is a part of that lineup as well. Cam, we'll keep looking at this live board, but I do – I can't help it. The NBA is back. You, I mean, you know me, yeah. obviously. We've had a uh, – you know, you, you know how excited I am about the NBA being back. I'll be patient. We'll talk about the Lakers second because uh, the Jazz Pelicans will be that first game. 6.30 tip, two and a half for Zion and Co. Even though we don't officially know whether he's playing or not, this total now keeps getting moved up. It was around 219. It is now sitting at 224. Gabe and I had a difference of opinion on this game, and uh, let's call it out for what it is. The Pelicans will be played, and I don't know how much percent of the public's going to be on them, but if you like the Jazz, wait. It's That's the message I can give. So right now on FanDuel, we're looking at uh, two and a half on the side. Kev, what do you think that total, what do you think the side is going to be by game time tomorrow? I'm thinking three and a half, four. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think it's tough. So that, that number opened as Jazz minus two and was, you know, very quickly, uh, they're terrible. Let's get on the Pelicans, was to, went to minus two. And then what happened was Zion left and went down to minus one and a half. Then he was back and went back up to two and a half. For me, Cam, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering if he plays, and even if he does, I think we get a minutes restriction on him. I got to be honest with you. I'm not sure how much higher it goes because I'm somewhat hesitant on the idea that Zion is a full go game number one. I'm going to say this. Um, I think a lot of people are assuming, yes, the the Pelicans need the game, but people are talking, uh, you know, Uh, Gobert and Mitchell and the COVID-19 and do they get along? I'm just saying the Utah Jazz are not slouches, right? What's going to happen with Zion? Like you said, there could be a minutes restriction right here. I like the Pelicans as a team. We talk about it. I think they're very good. I like the young players are going to grow together. But if that thing gets over three, three and a half, I'm going to have to go with Utah in this spot, Kev. I think think, uh, the line value would tell me. So a team that opened up as a favorite is getting uh, going to be a three-point dog. I have to look at uh, that that type of t- that type of movement and play it that way. I don't think the the Pelicans are a lock by any stretch. As for the total, if you like the over, you've probably lost you know line value there. I just think the Jazz can play with them. I will look at the number, and if it continues, if it gets to where three and above, I think I'm going to hit the Jazz. I'll say this too: we have to be very careful. Uh, there's a lot of people who are going to be saying things. You're not saying it, right? You're talking about what people are saying. That, yes. oh, well, the Pelicans need the game, the Jazz don't. The Jazz right now are a game up on the sixth seed. They are the four. They play the Thunder. That is, you know, again, with all due respect to the Thunder, a much easier task than playing the Denver Nuggets or the L.A. Clippers, who could be the three seed, Correct. depending on how things shake out in the opening round. So, no, do not expect the Jazz to just be steamrolled. The thing is, I am as I personally though with the Bogdanovich injury and his absence, some of the COVID stuff. I still do wonder if this team is going to rally or collapse around their two superstars having a little bit of a falling out that came from all of this. The side worries me. I, I am going to though, you know, when you talk about it, Cam, you're going to wait to see where this number gets pushed. Me too. I, I'm going to wait for this number to close and then I will make the call as to what I really want to do. And as far as the total goes, guys, I'll say this. 224, yes, you've lost five points from 219. The 219 should have never been there. The Pelicans, those last 10 games, Cam, before everything closed up, were playing nothing. They were playing exclusively totals that were in the 240. Exclusively. Yes. I think it's a bold it's a bold claim that the reset is going to be playing this far off regular season numbers, and I'm not sure I buy it. Yeah, I don't know what to do with it. I think it's very, very interesting. It's dangerous to me. Maybe, Kevin, the best approach is kind of sit back and wait and see how things go. But you bring up a good point about Utah. And I'm not a real – I don't play as many totals as I do sides. I know you and Marenzi tend to play a lot more totals than I do. Sometimes I do when I get a good vibe, and I usually play the more in-game before the game starts. But I just think people are discounting Utah. I'm not a shrink. I can't get in their head. Sure, there was issues before with COVID-19. That was, a, that was a long time ago. I could tell you something. You know, we work here at the grid. Not everyone's going to agree with everybody there, too. You know, we have things that we have to take care of. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Teams bring it together, and they work, and they put their best foot forward, and they, get, they try to grind. And I think the Utah Jazz is a big test for them. But 
I already think if people were to know that there was a problem, dissension, any type of that thing, the Thunder would be already. Uh, sorry, I, I'm saying Oklahoma. Uh, what am I? Uh, Pelicans, uh, I got you. Got you, got you got the you. Pelicans, thank you, sir. I'm losing yes, my yes, mind. Yes. The Pelicans would be minus three and a half or four instead of the line is where it is now. You kind of get where I'm coming from? I just yeah. think Utah is being disrespected in this spot from an opening favorite to now a dog. And I can tell you one thing, the public, the first game, there will be money on the Pelicans, not the Jazz. They're a play-on team. Zion's a play-on guy. They're a cool team. They're hip. Utah is not. And it's just one of those things we will see. I'm going to be taking a contrarian approach and betting the Jazz. I can tell you that. Yeah. I um, I, I think you make some good points here. I want to talk Lakers Clippers. I want to bring up a prop, though, or I should say a mm-hmm. promotion that the book is offering. I don't know if you've seen this, Cam, the Spread the Love uh boost have you seen this <laughs> like the odds boost uh, I, I love those those odd boosts are great remember the tiger woods one where he hit that oh yeah yeah like, yeah <laughs> i know <laughs> so the spread the love boost what they've done is for every 2500 people that bet the lakers on the spread they will add a point in the lakers favor to the number so it started at minus four 2500 okay. people back it they now have minus three the next 2,500, they now have minus two. And seemingly, there is no cap on this camp. Now, max $50 bet, minus 110 is the juice that you'll be getting on your on your uh, side here. The Lakers are right now plus seven at this, on the spread the love prop. Plus seven. The max $50 bet. But at the end of the day, call somebody, make the drive. Can I wire you $50 now? <laughs> and under the, Cam and- Stewart? Stuart Cameron, <laughs> CLS Incorporated, I, I, Yang, Metal Matt. Like, I will, yes. uh, yeah, you're, you're telling me I can get the Lakers at plus seven in this game when I like them at minus four? Here's the thing, Cam. I, I'll tell it's you, not going to stop I like there. the Lakers. I like the Lakers. I do, too. But let me just make this point, guys. When you put it in, it's not, oh, I got plus seven. It's wherever this closes, right? So okay. what's happening is it's only growing. It moved about five points on the first day. It's already moved about five points today. And we all know, Cam, people bet games more often on the day of. It's already at plus seven. I said this was going to get to about plus ten. I think I sold it short. I think there's a real chance this thing gets. I don't want to go crazy here and say plus 15, but plus 13 at least. This number is going to keep climbing. And it gets to the point then where, you know, again, bless the FanDuel Sportsbook. Yes, there's a world the Clippers pull an upset. The world where the Clippers pull a 15-point upset, though, no, not at all. This is a this is a uh, a boost here that I really do not see any other option than uh, jumping in on the Lakers. But Cam, you like the Lakers even in the four, huh? Kevin, uh, I got to be serious with you. Like, I need to get your address, or <laughs> I need to find a way to get like money to you. Like I, I told you, like I'm betting the Lakers at three and a half, four, whatever it is. Like I like them. I already have them in a, in, in a parlay on the money line. I think they win the game. If you're going to give me these guys as like anything over a seven point dog, I think that's insane. I'd run to the bank and, you know, borrow more. I know that sounds nuts, but I just like them in this spot. Davis is playing. LeBron's going to be jumping to get jumping. These guys have already, you know, worked out together. As for the Clippers, you know, I still think they're, you know what the Clippers are? They're a diesel engine. They'll start. It takes a while, but once they do, then they're unstoppable. You get them early, and then they come on late. I just don't think they're going to be, I think the Lakers are going to overwhelm them in this game, and I think the Lakers are going to win this game between 7 and 11 points. And let me say this too, Kim. I don't, I think the Clippers plus four bet is a way. This goes one of two ways. There's no Montrezl Harrell, there's no Lou Will, and Pat yep. Bev is uncertain. Either. The Lakers see this game, Clippers without their full complement of guys, and they don't take it serious. And then the Clippers will make them pay, and the Clippers will then beat them. Or, and what I think is going to happen, LeBron, AD, and co. smell blood in the water. With the win here, the one seed then is locked up. Even though it's pretty much locked up regardless, Cam, but the one seed then is going to be locked up for this team. They're going to smell blood in the water, and they're going to have the opportunity to send a message to them. They won one of those final games for the regular season. They're going to see Kawhi, Paul George, and Joakim Noah, and Reggie Jackson on the court. And they are, I think, going to go out there and look to blow the doors off of this team. I am especially going to look to lay 
whatever that first half spread is as well, I think the Lakers are going to come out super, super focused. I agree with you. And you know me, Kev. You've known me for a while. You know, we joke around on the show. Like, I don't bet the Lakers a lot of the time as favorites. It's one of those things, you know, I pick my spots. And yep. I'll tell Gabe tomorrow on the show, I disagree. I, I, he'll probably take the Clippers. I'm on the Lakers. I agree with everything that you say. I think they win the first half. I think they win the game. I think they cover. I think they kill them. Uh, they win by double digits. That's that's what we're talking about. I just think it's it's spot for them where they have everything going for them where the Clippers, I think, just don't. Uh, they're, they're, they're shorthanded. And if they play the Lakers tough, and if they find a, a way to keep the game close and, and cover the four, I'll be shocked. I will yes. be absolutely shocked. But me and you are on the same page there. I, I, I love them. I think uh, the Lakers are the play. I think they murder them. Murder yeah, them. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Here's my thing with this total. It's 215.5. That game right before the regular season went to a pause, that game total was 226. You, the only way I think you can play this is over. I don't know how the book is confident enough that you're just going to take 10 points off totals because of the reset. I don't see it. Yeah, I think you have to be very wary of uh, the totals in these games. Like I could tell you, too, like you talk about the Pelicans game. I'm not running to the window to bet the over. I actually think this Laker game might go over and the other game mm-hmm. might go under. I think that one's too low, and I think the other one people are just going to assume is going to be a track meet, and it's going to be slower than people think. <clears throat> we don't know exactly what's going to happen with Zion and the minutes there. I think the, uh, the 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 game plan for Utah will be to slow down. They don't want to they don't want to have a track meet with these guys. So I think be very careful, Kev. But I agree with you. I like the Lakers more the side, but I would go over in the total of that game. Yeah, I, I um, strong strong agree. But also again, for anybody that uh, did not hear us. Spread the love boost. $50 max bet. Get your $50 ready and take the Lakers getting 15 points or whatever it's going to land insane. at. Wild stuff. Final segment <laughs> of In Game Live is next right here on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, welcome right back here for the final segment of In-Game Live on a Wednesday night right here on the Sports Grid. Once again, if you want the live coverage to continue on the grid, you go over to Sports Grid Radio. Pharrell on the bench will have you set and get that late crew rolling over there. Uh, I actually will be jumping on with those guys in the beginning to talk a little bit about the NBA restart, which Cam and I uh, just did. So uh, if you like what we're talking about there, there'll be some more of it over there. Uh, Do not miss out. It'll be good stuff, no doubt about it. Cam. Uh, we have, uh, you know, looked at this live line. We'll leave people maybe with some best bets tomorrow. Um, if there's any other thing we want to throw out, I just want to bring us back to this, um, this Dodgers Astros game. I know we've both kind of, mm-hmm. to a degree, set our piece on it, right? Like I want to yep. pick my spot with the Dodgers. You, you know, you've mentioned it, picking your spot with the Astros. I though haven't pulled this trigger yet. Um, the Astros. I, I'm trying to find the timing here, kind of. What I think my my plan is right now, with the Dodgers having seven, eight, nine up, if they go down in order and then they start the next inning with Muncie, Betts, Bellinger, if they don't score here, I think I'm going to take my chances that this next half inning for the Astros doesn't bring any runs, although it could be a little bit risky as they have uh, kind of the strength of their lineup heading to the plate, hitters two, three. Uh, and four are coming up for the Astros and maybe take a plus price with the Dodgers if they do not score in this half inning. I I think I might finally pull the trigger. I'll tell you, Kev, it's been interesting. Like we talk about the Tigers, they they have a lead in that game now. We told we we like them. Uh Boston, New York's close. There's just something it's it's just weird. It's like you look at data, but you also it's it's what I talk about with the eye test and and, and other things too. There's just something t- telling me, Kev, like I don't know what to do with this game. Like, I'm not betting the Dodgers, I, and I, I and I, I respect your opinion big time. And the the bats of that team scare me. There's just something telling telling me be very very wary of this Houston Astros team tonight. Uh, I'm not going to touch it, but I wish you the best of luck. And I'm still I still like the Red Sox in this spot. Like the whole time, remember they went down, they tied it up. Like they're favored now. They're a buck twenty eight, but we could have got them as a dog. They're they're beating the Mets tonight, and I will go on record to say that. And if I'm wrong, I will apologize. I was wrong with the San Francisco Giants as my pooch the other night, but we got a lot of things right. And uh, so far, baseball's been pretty good tonight, Kev. If I can get that win with the Brewers, it's been a very very good night. Other than the the Jays with the side, we're we're kicking butt. And um, I, I there's just something telling me, buddy. I don't know what it is. The voice in my head says, "Don't click Dodgers. Don't click Dodgers." Yeah, but and- it makes sense. You know, but sometimes you got to listen to that voice, right? Yeah, no, and that's the thing. And, like, sometimes, though, like, I, and I'll, I'll admit this, right? You have to know your flaws is better. Sometimes I'll try and get too cute with it. Like, Pollock just got a double. So now that means the top of the lineup will have to feature somewhat here for the Dodgers. We'll see. And, and to, to be honest with you, right, Cam, there's a reason I haven't done it yet. There's been a couple of spots, a couple half innings, rather, where everything I said I was looking for showed up. But mm-hmm. I still hadn't really clicked it, though. And I do think there's a reason for that. One other update that we had not um, actually, I don't think, gotten back to was the fact that the Braves did take the lead back. They Good sure for them. 6 4. Uh, the live line is locked. And the one thing that I am curious about when it comes to this Rays team is them trying to come from behind. I know they, get, they, they did do it against the Blue Jays, but they don't, again, necessarily have. Um, you know, oh, man, that's a tough, tough out in the lineup. They try and kind of – they do it with depth. And their bullpen, they're so much better pitching in front than obviously um, behind. That's just kind of the nature of the beast right here. Uh, it's it's a tough call. Now 7-4 for the Braves. I, I think this one's probably out of reach. I don't think I would recommend anybody jumping back uh, for the Rays. 
No, I would lay off this, and that's the thing. I think a lot of people at the start of the night are thinking, wow, the Rays are a good play against Atlanta, but Atlanta is still a very good baseball team and a resilient baseball team, Kev. I'm with you. Sometimes you have to look at the live line and say, no, I'm just, you know, it looks good. The price looks great. It looks attractive, but I don't believe it. So I think this is the Atlanta Braves night. Uh, if you're on it, you know, they're minus three and a half, plus 176. I wouldn't even touch that. Minus 2,200, that ship has sailed. Uh, there's hmm. there's other games on the board here, buddy. And we talked about, look at this Yankees game. We're in the seventh. Kev, we're at 10 runs now, seven to three. That's very interesting. Uh, remember back then, what was the live line when we were started the show? I think it was 11 and a half or 12. Um, yeah. <clears throat> interesting, interesting stuff there. I told you what I like. I like Boston to beat the the New York Mets guys. I think the Mets are just one of those plays. I, I believe in it. I'm sticking by it. It's the parlay buster. Boston's my play. And later on tonight, don't be scared. The thing is, you got to bet on bad baseball teams sometimes. I'm not saying Seattle's going to beat the Angels, but I'm not laying 250 with Heaney. I think that's nuts. And watch out for Cueto and the Giants tonight. Both underdogs bet Kev. One of them wins. We're plus. Both of them wins. I'm having a party. I'd eventually like to fly back to New York. I got to hit a, a lot of winners. I got to hit some more, more golf winners, more baseball winners. Let's party. I got to yeah, tell you, and they, I also like have to open the, they have to open the border so I can get to your basement and have a couple yeah. beers uh, with Absolutely. your old man, too. Yeah, <laughs> I, and, and I, I do look forward to whenever that finally um, is. As long as we can actually get a scoreless first here in this Padres Giants game, then mm -hmm. I'll kind of we'll let that late night slate play out. I mentioned to you that I'm kind of going the. The only other way I think you could play it, right? It's either you take the dogs or you parlay the favorite. I think laying either exactly. the $2 or the or the two fifty on the Angels, isolated, no matter how much you like it, it's what we kind of talked about earlier in the show, Cam. I just don't fully believe it is the it is a sustainable strategy. I just can't see it that way. You can't lay two fifty with Andrew Heaney. No. And the thing is, people are going to go, oh, yeah, Seattle. It's a baseball game. Rendon, you brought up a great point, though. Rendon, he's a game changer for these guys. But still, Garrett Cole and the Yankees, 250 with that lineup. They're still the Angels in comparison. Mike Trout, yes, arguably the best player in baseball. Rendon, beast. Otani was cold for a while. They're still not the Yankees. They're not Judge, Stanton, even Sanchez when he's hot, all the other guys, LeMahieu, up and down the roster. It's just he, and that's the thing, Heaney is not Garrett Cole or Tanaka either. I think it's ridiculous. I'm not laying 250 with these guys. You said it. You like favorites. You parlay them. That's fine and dandy with me. But I think the dogs both have a chance. Don't sleep on Johnny Cueto tonight. He pitched very, very well against the Los Angeles Dodgers. They eventually got to it. Their team didn't give them any damn run support in May's first start. That was the problem there. So I think both dogs are live, especially San Francisco. So I'll do it that way. You either parlay the favorites. Good advice, Kev. I'll take both dogs. I go one and one. I make money. That's my strategy. Yeah. And let me uh, ask you this. We only have a little bit of time left here. I, you know, I was trying to see uh, what else is live. And I noticed hockey, Islanders, Rangers right now, intermission. Now, I don't know how much maybe if you've played any of these intermission <laughs> games. But oh, this is I'm, Okay. Right? Yeah. Look, the Islanders are up one nothing. Come back around. Rangers plus 280. I know, uh, you, you know, you've always loved to look at your dogs. Have you followed intermission, uh, or rather, excuse me, exhibition games to try and get a read or – not really. You're just going to be ready to go for Saturday and play it as it comes. Kev, I've watched the games. Um, I, I can't lie to you. Like the Toronto-Montreal game I watched, it was interesting. I actually thought Montreal might be live in that game. Toronto ended up getting it done. These are games I'm just going to look to see how the players are skating. I think there's no like there's no data that you can back up in these games. But I will say this, the eye test is very important in this hockey stuff. Um, some teams aren't going to want to be there, and other teams are, are going to really, really grind. And I tell you, watch out for speed. We, Gabe and I talk about it on the show. This is a different type of hockey with COVID-19. And he brought up a very good point that I agree with. Teams like Boston, the Blues, teams that grind you, professional teams, you get them early. You got to get to them early. You can't, the longer this thing goes, they'll start to get their strength. But speed will win in this tournament. What does that mean? The Edmonton Oilers, dangerous club. So very fast. Toronto Maple Leafs, not one of the toughest teams in the league, but they're fast. And that's the thing. In this COVID-19 era, you know what I mean? Where there's not going to be any face washes and crazy stuff in hockey. Speed and skill, those are teams you have to look out for, Kev. So next time we're on the show, I know when I'm back on Wednesday night, we'll have uh, hockey will be on. We'll have some parlays. We'll have a lot of fun. But I'm saying don't be afraid to lay the juice with the Oilers. People are talking about the Blackhawks as a dog. I'm going to put the Oilers in parlays. And uh, watch out for those type of teams. They're going to be very dangerous with the speed that they have.
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, we and I, and I do look forward to being able to, to do some live hockey with you, some live NBA as well. It's going to be um, yeah. a lot of fun. That's what we will be able to do next Wednesday. Dodgers don't score. Plus 112. That means the next inning, it's Mookie, it's Bellinger, but I'm taking a risk here because the Astros are sending up Altuve and Co. I'm going to think about it, but I want to also bring up bases loaded, one out for the Red Sox, live <laughs> minus 162 favorites, Cam. The line just locked, though. Um, something's probably happened in that game, but Boston looking uh, to bring this one home for you. Yeah, hey, I'm on, I'm on them at a better price than that. Uh, I'll say it to, to to the end of the show. I think Boston beats the Mets tonight. If they get a run, so be it. You can if you like the Mets, come back with them. If Boston takes a lead, but I believe in the Red Sox to get it done tonight. Yeah, you know what, guys? I'm gonna make I'm gonna make an official call because I, I somewhat I try to like run the clock out here, and I didn't have to make an official what I'm gonna do with the Dodgers <laughs> Astros. So typically, and we know this, right? Cam live betting baseball, they were minus money going into that half of the inning. Now that the Astros are coming up, they're plus 112, right? If you want to bet on a team, typically the conventional wisdom is bet on them when the other team is batting. That's how you get a better number. Mm -hmm. Plus 112 right now for the Dodgers. I get all of that. I'm going to actually play it safe, and I will lose myself value. I'm trying to bet on the Dodgers often, not necessarily their bullpen. By taking plus 112, I know it's a better number, but that means I am betting on their bullpen, getting out Altuve, Bregman, and Brantley. I'm going to wait. This is what I'm going to do, guys. I'm going to wait. If they get out of it scoreless, as long as it's still under, say, minus 135, because I don't want to be paying more than I was pre-game. Like, that would be a little frustrating. Then I will come around on the Dodgers, and I will let the value go, because I'm not really trying to bet on their bullpen. Yeah. Kevin, am I seeing that the Red Sox have taken a lead in this game? I see 4-3 uh, on here. FanDuel. I see 4-3 I see four, three three. on FanDuel. Live lines there move. They must have taken that lead. I like that that happened know, before we got off air, Cam, too. I like that that came home before that. I, I want to look uh, so, somewhat uh, – <laughs> maybe we can get a win there. That'd be great. But I warn you, Kev, be careful with the Dodgers. Is there something about the Astros tonight? I'm, I'm feeling it in the air, buddy. Yeah, no, I hear where you're at. I think, for me, if 2-3-4 don't get it done for the Strohs, right, and then the Dodgers are going to send that group there, if they can connect, then Kenley can, Jansen can come in, maybe get the save there. I'm going to – and that's the thing, though. Instead of jumping where I usually like to wait, oh, plus money, like, no, no, I'm not going to yeah. complicate this. I'll wait around, and I'll try uh, and be patient. Ham, 30 seconds, quickly. One more matchup bet maybe for tomorrow's golf tournament? Yeah, I got to go up there. Oh, yeah, there was one. If you guys can find Justin Thomas or, or over Rory McIlroy, do it. That's my play. I, I, awesome. I think that's the that, – yeah, I love Thomas over McIlroy. Great stuff, Cam. That'll do it for us here on In Game Live. I'm Kevin Walsh, and we will see you guys next time. Thanks for hanging out with us here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever 
you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.